Welcome to the Information Security Collective. You're listening to an episode of Insecurity We Trust with Ali Diamond and Tish Harper. You're about to hear from industry professionals, learn about their life in InfoSec, what it takes to work in the field, and what it's really like to take security to its breaking point. Enjoy the conversations as Ali and Tish discuss all things security with their guests and possibly stir things up along the way. Uh, I had the opportunity to go to DEF CON. It was super fun. Um, this was my second uh, my second DEF CON. Um, now, was this my first planned, my second planned DEF CON? No, this is my fourth planned DEF CON. I was supposed to go to DEF CON last year and the year before that, but um, thanks to a certain uh, pandemic that we are currently still actively in, I don't want to hear otherwise, I didn't end up going. But this year I ended up going and I had such an amazing time. Um, especially because this year was super special. Um, this year I actually had the opportunity to go with DEF CON for DEF CON and I actually was a content creator for DEF CON. So if you go on the DEF CON YouTube channel, the tick or the, the, the Twitter and the Instagram, you'll see the videos that I created. I had the opportunity to do some tiny mic interviews. Um, so if you saw me at DEF CON running around with a little tiny mic like this, um, I was doing interviews, which was super fun. Um, but let's talk about some of the stories that happened. Um, my favorite thing and my story that happened that actually happened to me that I think was uh, one of the three or four pieces of drama of stories that came out of DEF CON was um, the fake goon badges. So I actually stole one of the signs. Um, and let's talk about it. So the video group kind of got thrown together last minute. So we weren't necessarily trained goons, but we weren't regular humans either. And if you're um, not familiar with DEF CON and how DEF CON works, there's different levels of people. There's um, the humans, which is all the regular attendees, and then the inhumans. And the inhumans are like the vendors, the goons that help run DEF CON, speakers, organizers, um, black badge holders, which if you don't know what a black badge holder is, a black badge holder is someone who like won a specific competition and gets into DEF CON for free for like the rest of their life. Um, but um, being a video creator, I had the opportunity to go into villages early and talk to people and bypass lines because I was working. Um, and the thing was, they didn't, we weren't goons yet. Um, and okay, I got a note, the company gave him, there was something else that happened to him too. So if you could tell me one more thing, the one more thing that happened after when he was following someone around to play violin, that is the story I want to hear. But we'll talk about that. Um, so what ends up happening is that when we get to DEF CON, they're like, well, you're not like a human, but you're not a goon either. So like, we'll give you this badge. So you can get around and people know that you're like not human, but you're not uh, inhuman either. So we get these badges, which worked perfectly fine. I only had one issue with this badge, which was going to the social engineering booth because of course it's the social engineering booth. Like, excuse me, not the social engineering booth, it's the social engineering village because it's like the social engineering village, like something like this perfectly social engineering level like i'm trying to like go in with uh, people who are helping me video and they're like well like 
can you go get a goon because this badge isn't real and i'm like watch this so that was fun um but you know i i some of my my peers who are helping with videos had some issues with the badges i personally did it but then towards the end of the con these flyers started showing up protect your con report fake goon badges there is no such thing as a paper goon badge. All authentic goon badges are electronic, which, um, how did I get this? Um, and it wasn't like, and I'll say this, it wasn't like when I was going to the villages I was doing interviews with, they didn't know I was coming and they're like, this badge is fake. No. So like the villages knew I was coming to do these interviews. They saw this. They're like, oh, okay, this is the person, blah, blah, blah. Come in. We'll do your interviews. So this paper starts showing up and I'm like, Ha ha hoo hoo, this is funny. So um I find one of these papers and I take duct tape and I tape it on my back because I'm walking around with one of these badges and I'm walking around with this on my back. And what's really interesting about this is that this badge is actually so high quality and it's almost too it's literally to scale a perfect one-to-one -one replica. Like and what they found and they were worried about is that people were going to start taking these and folding them up and making them into goon badges. So um, this is the badge I spent all my conference with. But you know what? I decided to try and double back into it. So I go back to the um, inhuman registration. I was like, oh, you know, they like told me that I should come back to get my goon badge. Speedrunning being a goon. We love that for me. So I got my goon badge. Very proud of me. Um, I think I'm officially a goon now. Maybe I'll have to go through proper goon training. I don't know. I've heard that like to become a goon, you have to be like brought under someone's wing and blah, blah, blah. Um, hopefully next year, I'll also be doing social media content for DEF CON, which will be super fun. And I'll continue to be a goon. I think we have some pretty big plans for the the online presence of DEF CON. And everyone's going to be like, it's DEF CON. It shouldn't be mainstream we need to evolve DEFCON and evolving DEFCON involves also having a presence. So that's kind of why I chose to do it. Um, and it was super fun. I had a great time. Um, so that's one thing that happened. What's another thing that happened? Okay, we'll talk about the anti-masking DEFCON drama. So um, I'll say on a lot of the videos that I posted and there was some drama on Twitter about People being mad that we were asked to wear masks at DEF CON, which I personally have no issue with. Wear a mask. Keep people safe. There are people who every day don't have the option to um, not go out and work, and those are people at risk. So you should wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask in situations where it's very clear like that it's not that situation, don't wear a mask. Fine. But there are people every day on the trains on the subways, on the buses who don't have that option. So it's only courteous to wear a mask for those around you. And so we had some like anti-maskers on Twitter being like, wow, hold on. I'm going to actually pull up this tweet right now so we could all be, um, we could all laugh together. Oh, actually, I found one more piece of drama to cover. So we could all laugh together. So this one guy, I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve credibility or recognition. Um, he says, um, interesting, DEFCON enforces masks, but CDC just dropped this. And then he said, yo, DEFCON, what's up with masks? Seriously, I remember when hackers were all about 
freedom. Oh, excuse me. He said, I remember when hackers all about freedom and stuff, not we became hyper conformists that's normalized to obeying rules. Clown emoji, even CDC said it's fine. Defcon 30. Um, first of all, learn grammar. Second of all, it's your freedom not to go to DEFCON. And I said this, I responded. I was like, it's your freedom not to go to DEFCON. If you don't want to ma wear a mask, you don't go to DEFCON. It's that simple. No one's forcing you to go to DEFCON. No one pressured you to go to DEFCON. No, no one... Um, no one pressured you. Uh, no one. So your choice. And if you want to cry about it on Twitter, go cry about it on Twitter. You're the clown. Big clown energy. You know, it, it, no, it's your freedom. If we're going to be talking about freedom, if we're going to talk about all about freedom and stuff, fine, your freedom not to go to DEFCON. If you want to go to DEFCON, you wear a mask. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And there are a couple of people in like the video comments being like, oh, these clowns wearing masks. Ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. Don't go to DEF CON. That's it. That's it. Not that hard. Next. Let's talk about one news, one America news being um, kicked out of DEF CON. So OAN is no longer allowed at DEF CON because they repeatedly took photos and videos showing people's faces without the consent of individuals. That's an issue. Um, if someone in the audience wants to look this up, um, would love to know, in the state of Las Vegas, is it a one-way or a two-way consent state uh, for video recording? Because when I did all my videos, the people had permissions i asked them to be interviewed but it didn't seem like oan was doing that so oan got the chop um what's up what's next um jonathan data was absolutely clowned on um i have like one or two stickers around here somewhere uh because if you're going to go around and take your phd as a sign of if you don't have a phd you don't know what you're talking about um you're wrong. As someone with a master's degree, I don't know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Um, so good luck. Have fun with that. I heard he recently got kicked out of his PhD program. So oopsies. Um, if you're going to harass people, don't show your face. Same same thing with all the, all the masks and stuff. It's your freedom to be wrong. Right? Yeah. It's your freedom to be wrong. On to the next thing. Um, this is a really short and sweet video because the next thing is about the violin kid. So I have bits and pieces of the story here, and I actually want to look up on Twitter. Um, what do you want? OSCP violin. This should bring it up. Nope. Um, Oh, okay. You know what? Um, Alex actually has. Um, here we go. We have a little part notice after. Nevada is a one party consent state, but DEFCON does reserve the right to remove people of gr or groups that violate there. And then that's it. It just says they're under it. We're getting information live. I love this for us. 
Um, so let's talk about the OSCP kid, which is super sick. Okay, that violate their own code of conduct. Yes, fine. Remove people that are bad. And I know that there's like some people being mad about the fact that, uh, not mad. I actually don't know the full story about this, but the old social engineering village that got revamped, I know that there's some more Twitter drama going about that. I haven't really paid attention. You probably shouldn't either. Just know that people are bad. Um, but let's talk about the violin busking to get your OSCP. So how much does, so there was a, I think he was 15 or 16 years old. His parents worked in information security and cybersecurity, and he wanted to raise enough money to get his OSCP exam. So people were, he was standing in front of DEF CON busking. So if you don't know what busking is, it's like when you play like a musical instrument and then people like drop you tips or whatever. So he brought his violin busking to raise money to do his OSCP, which first of all, um, great use of your parents forcing you to do orchestra or whatever it is, symphony, I was never a musician. I'm sorry. Um, great use of of those the expensive violin, the the symphony, like the 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 orchestra classes. Great use because this kid was out there absolutely grinding on it and raising money, which is so cool. But when you're at DevCon, you're at the right place because guess who was there? The offensive sec security group that offers the OSCP. So what did they do? They saw him, which they saw him and gave him a voucher to take his OSCP, which is so sick. Like, honestly, it couldn't have gone any better. Obviously, people were donating money for him to take it, but like it could not have gone any better, which is why I'm always like, for me, and I tell this to everyone, tell this to everyone, it's like putting yourself out there, you lose everything by not putting yourself out there. The most you risk is nothing by putting yourself out there. Um, so this person put themselves out there and they won. They got recognized by OSCP, including, and beyond that, apparently the person even got like business cards being like, oh, when you pass, like come hot, like come work for us. Like, because this shows drive and determination. And now we're going to talk about like finding jobs and things like that. At the end of the day, when it comes to trying to get a job, it's not necessarily about like how much you know, which it does matter a lot. But if you could show drive and determination and excitement to learn something, people are much more willing to take chance, chances and risks on you. So doing something like this is only so amazing for this kid, this young man who went out, put himself out there, was like, I want to, I will do anything it takes for me to get out there, which obviously will, will acknowledge the fact that he had parents also attending the convention who enc probably encouraged him to do that. Um, but and brought him out, but like that sale is so big. Like there were a lot of other children there who did not have the guts or the chutzpah to do that. Um, and I also heard a rumor that he was paid like a couple grand to follow around some like Fortune 100 billion dollar X dollar billion dollar company for like two hours at a time and play violin behind them. And so he also made a bag that way. So secure the bag, whatever you need to do, um, get paid, get laid. Mm, get paid, get laid, Gatorade. I would say that 
all throughout DEFCON because you got to do what you got to do. Please don't say get paid, get laid. Let's roll that one back, shall we? Normally, if this was a podcast or my Twitch stream, I would be I would be fine with saying that. And then my Twitch stream would laugh. But we're here live. Um, so that's kind of all of the drama I have to cover about DEFCON. Um, does anyone in the audience have anything else to cover? Cause that's like this, this to me was the, the, this to me was the funniest. So, uh, she got her goon badge. Yeah. Anything else that was interesting or exciting at DEF CON? I need to actually turn my goon badge on. I'm like been too nervous. But if that's all we have to cover, I'm going to say we're good on the stream. Oh, what was my most unexpected moment at DEF CON? Um, okay, my most unexpected moment at DEF CON was definitely meeting people who, like, recognized me. Um, there were, like, two people that recognized me from Twitch. And then also, like, it was so cool to see how in the past year, as I've gotten more excited about the cybersecurity space, how I've made friends in the space and just been able to grow in the space a lot more than I've ever been able to previously. Like that's been so cool. Um, so I'm just, that's been super cool. Um, uh, I really wish I, my favorite thing I saw at DEF CON was definitely the, um, the social engineering village. Like that is so interesting to watch because like, it's so fascinating because the, the guy there. So if you don't know how the social engineering booth works, it basically works that there is someone um, like sitting in a booth in a phone booth and the whole audience is dead silent. Well, except for the people in the back because, you know, the people in the back suck. So people are like talking under their breath. But then this guy or for me specifically, I only saw men in the booth, but there were women judges. But um, these men would go into the booth and they would like call companies uh like cell phone numbers of people who work at companies that are out in public and they'd be like hi i work from so-and-so company i'm here actually from the security team because i've realized and i've noticed that there are some issues um with the office so i just want to check in on you and make sure that everything's okay and ask you some questions about security policies at the office do you have some time to um answer these questions and Wow, their execution, the confidence that they have to execute these calls because they are asking questions. They're like, oh, like, what about this thing? And, oh, like, can you tell me about the, the doors? I just want to make sure for this branch in particular, do you use, like, pins or do you use tap cards? And, like, the other person, the person at the end of the phone was like, oh, yeah, we use tap cards or we use pins and he's like oh yeah yeah yeah. now can you remind me do you use a three pin or a five pin um uh pin number and they were like oh yeah it's like zero and then the last four digits of your secu social security number and i'm like you just got their you just got the door pin oh my god it was so crazy and then after i think my favorite fat the, my favorite point was that the person gets on the phone and they're like they get on their phone they get the the pin the door the pin number for the door and then the person who's manning the phones accidentally hangs up and just the level of professionalism the person in the booth picks up the phone they, they get on the phone again they're like oh hi sorry about that i'm so sorry um our line dropped 
that was my bad. I mispressed a button. Let's pick up where we started. So you were talking about the phone number. Let's talk about this phone number. Amazing. So iconic. Um, would I ever give social engineering, uh, social engineering call competition a try? Maybe. I think I'd be really good at it once I got over my nerves. It kind of reminds me of like improv or um, one of when I first took improv, one of the improv lessons that I that was like given to me as like improv homework was the next time you get into an Uber or a um, excuse me, next time you get into an Uber or you're at a party, you pretend to be someone that you're not. So, like, I've done this multiple times where I've convinced people that I'm someone that I'm not in the sense that, like, I was at a party once and this guy was talking to me. I didn't really care. Um, this is a funny story. I didn't really care. But he was talking to me and I made up this whole subplot about how I was an NYU student studying, like, acting and that I had never been to San Francisco. I spent, I've lived in San Francisco for two years. I had never been to San Francisco and that um, I like never heard of like neobanks or whatever they're called and just absolutely trolling this guy fully. He was fully convinced about me. He was, he was like, oh, like what dorm do you live in? I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know if you know the one that's above H Mart. I live in that one. I was like making all this stuff up, fully believing me. And then I walked away and I was like, by the way, like, I fully lied to you. None of that was true. And he was just like shocked. I saw him again later, like three months later. He was like, I remember you from the party. You lied to me about yourself. And I was like, what? Fully realizing. And then it turns out we have a lot of mutual friends. Really awkward scenario. But. I think that like, and, and I've gone into, gotten into Ubers before where I just like make up full lies. Um, my tip to social engineering, in my personal opinion, is if everything, and maybe this isn't true, but the way that I do it is everything is one degree of separation away from the truth. So like, I've never spent time in San Francisco never heard of a neobank you know i have no opinions about what's the best bakery in san francisco absolutely not because i wouldn't know i've never been there so um yeah that's uh that was fun um i think i would need to practice i feel like i'm not a social engineer in that aspect but instead i am a like know if i'd be good but um yeah does anyone have any other questions no okay i think we're gonna kind of we're gonna call the stream here so i'm gonna say thank you so much to everyone who tuned in if you want to see more of my face um, I'm going to be going live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash ending with Allie. And you could also go check out our podcast, Insecurity We Trust, where we interview security people, which will be good and fun and fresh. Um, so definitely make sure that you subscribe. You can find it on any place where you can find podcasts.